What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sports Spencer here. And today, I'm going to be doing my reactions and takeaways from every NFL divisional round playoff game. And let's just get right into it with the Chiefs beating the Colts 31-13. to I thought the Colts were going to win this game in a very high-scoring game. The reason I thought that was because I did not think the Colts' defense could stop Patrick Mahomes, and I did not think that the Chiefs' defense would stop, would be able to stop Andrew Luck. I was wrong about both of those, actually. <laughs> I was very wrong about both of those. I did not think that the Chiefs' defense would be as prepared as they were. And I'm going to be honest with you, I was asleep during the fourth quarter. I, I took a nap, so I did not watch that quarter. I just slumped. But, I, but, but you know, throughout the first three, that Chiefs' defense was just prepared. Something I did not think I'd be sitting here saying. I did not think I'd be saying, yeah, the Chiefs' defense was really good. They were. They were prepared on every angle. I mean, Colts, I mean, hell. They they didn't even, they barely ran the ball. They just, <laughs> they just got off the field very quickly. There's really nothing else to say about it. The Chiefs, on the other hand, I, I mean, I said during my, like, predictions podcast that I really liked the Chiefs, I really like the fact that Patrick Mahomes had two weeks off. But then I, I kept saying, you know, Patrick Mahomes is still going to throw for like 500 yards. He, he threw for under 300, if I'm not mistaken. Let me check real quick. Yeah, he threw for under 300 with zero touchdown passes. Has that ever happened to Patrick, Pat, Patrick Mahomes during his whole football career? May that be even pre-K. Has that ever happened to him? That man's a, that man's really good, <laughs> but just the, just the thing that got the Colts is that they could not stay on the field. Marlon Mack, I mean, he ran the ball decently well, but when you only get nine carries, I mean, shit, you can't do much with nine carries. I mean, then Andrew Luck, I mean, it was just <laughs> the Chiefs' defense was the highlight of this game. The the Colts defense did did a lot better than I expected. I, I'm kind of bummed that Damian Williams never knew who he was before this game. Had 25 carries, 125 yards, and that the Chiefs got four rushing touchdowns off four different rushers. Four, four whole different guys. And of course, Tyreek Hill got his big plays. You know that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. He's going to get his big plays. He got that big rushing play. When he's faster than anybody else that's in the National Football League, besides, like, different receivers, it's going to happen to you. Like, he's just that good and that quick. But, I mean, hell, only eight catches, 72 yards. I mean, they, I mean, they, I mean, they played decent defense on him. They tried. But then Travis Kelsey, seven catches, 108 yards. I the Colts defense still did better than I expected they would. But the Chiefs defense, they came out and they came out hard. A Andy Reid prepared that team. 
Andy Reid did one hell of a job. Something else I, I would like to point out. Special teams, if you want to alter a game's momentum, special teams plays are the way to go. Like, if you look at it, the Colts on special teams, one missed field goal, one missed extra point, which I never thought I'd be saying about Adam Vinatieri. I never thought that. And one blocked punt for a touchdown. Just just think about that. Colts gained four points. That's just that's just crazy to me. Like that's eleven, but yeah, that's eleven points right there. Eleven total points. All by special teams. If you want to gain momentum in a football game, hype up your special team. Get a blocked punt. Get a blocked field goal. That would change the game. Like, and I know this does not relate to the Colts-Chiefs game, but special teams really makes or break someone. Really makes or break. Because during the Alabama-Clemson National Championship game, during the third quarter, it, it, it was like early in the third, I, 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 I still thought Bama was going to win until this play. When I saw that they did the fake field goal and, and it failed, that was Nick Saban's last little try to, to get some momentum. That's my point. Special teams gets momentum going. And the Chiefs had all the momentum the whole entire game. Cannot deny that. When Adam Vinatieri, one of the greatest kickers of all time, is not playing well, and they got a blocked punt on one of the first drives, and your offense cannot stay on the field, that's a recipe for disaster. I thought Frank Reich would make a better game plan. I thought this game would just be high scoring in total. I just thought I was I'm I'm surprised to see the Chiefs defense play that well. I don't think they'll do it for a very long time. Not at all. But Andrew Luck, that team has the most draft picks and they have a hundred million dollars in cap space. And they just made it to the D the to the divisional round with no real superstars besides Andrew Luck, but no real, like, oh, that guy, he's a superstar. No real guys like that. Look out for the Colts next season. It sucks that it, it sucks that it ended now, but new coach, new, I'm not, well, I don't want to say new quarterback, but he was out the year before. So this is like the first year of that quarterback coach combo. And look what they did. I'm 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 not sure what they started out the season at, but it was really really bad. Then look at them, they made it to the playoffs, they lost to the better team. I I okay see, I always knew that the Chiefs were the better team. Don't get me wrong. But I thought that the Colts were just gonna shock the world. That did not happen. Special teams really altered the game. The Chiefs' defense looked more prepared than I've ever seen them before. I was shocked to see that. Like their defense just looked incredible. And, and anything that could have gone wrong for the Colts went wrong for the Colts. Like, everything. And I, I'm not going to blame, like, all, oh, like, oh, yeah, you know, luck. Like, no, like, luck was against their side. Like, no, it was... 
it was the Chiefs just being the better team. I thought that the Colts would be able to outscore them based off the Chiefs' defense being bad. Chiefs' defense came out, played incredible. Okay, Chiefs' defense played better than the Colts' defense. Colts', Colts defense still played good, not great. The Chiefs' special teams played a hell of a lot better than the Colts' special teams. There, there's a lot of momentum there. Chiefs gained a lot of it. And then on offense, can't deny it. 31 points does not lie. Chiefs offense, four rushing touchdowns with four separate rushers, better than the Colts offense. Andy Reid prepared that team. He prepared that team. I did not think it would turn out the way that it did, but hey, it did. Moving on to the next game, we have the Saturday night, Saturday night game. And that was the Cowboys losing to the Los Angeles Rams. <sighs> that game, that game. Huh. <laughs> the final score was 32-22, Rams won. So, you know... So now when you look at the box score, you say, oh, well, the Cowboys, you know, they put up a really good fight. But if you were to watch that game, you would know. You would know who was, you you would know who dominated that game. And it was clear. The Rams. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, the Rams. C.J. Anderson. I did not recognize him. At first, I honestly didn't. That man has gained some weight, but that does not matter when it works. C.J. Anderson, 23 carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns. You look at that go, you like you can look at that and say, oh, that's a good rushing game by the Rams. No, they did good. But, but then you forgot about the best running back that's in the NFL, who had 16 carries, 115 yards, one touchdown. Jared Goff only threw the ball 28 times. They ran the ball a lot more times than 28. I don't want to do math real quick, but roughly 35. That's what I'm getting. Roughly. That's actually 38. They ran the ball 10 more times than they passed it. (laughs) And Dak, I mean, Dak played well. He had a Dak Prescott game. He wasn't bad, but Dak Prescott's not a great quarterback. He needs to play really good to beat a team like the Rams. Ezekiel Elliott, they need him to play well to win. And when you have 20 carries, 47 yards, one touchdown, I don't know, crucial fourth and one, you cannot get it. (coughs) You're not going to win. When a major part of your team, Ezekiel Elliott, your your offense, the major piece of your offense does not produce, how do you expect yourself to win that game? You can't. You really can't. It was... Man, fucking Aaron Donald is incredible. Aaron Donald, that man is just... Ah... Like, the Rams, they have so much talent on that roster. 
they have so much talent at most at most positions. They have the best young mind in the NFL. And the Cowboys, I mean, I did not expect Jared Goff to have a really good game, like, you know, knowing the Cowboys. But if you would have told me that they would have rushed for as many yards as they did, I would have called bullshit. I would have said no. They just didn't. No, that's just not going to happen. Like you, like, you look me in the eyes and tell me C.J. Anderson rushed for 123 yards? No. I will deny, deny, deny. Because t- it's just so un- – it's just you, – you don't believe it from a dude who got cut from three teams this season. And, I mean, Amari Cooper still had a decent game. You know, six catches, 65 yards, one touchdown. But he can't have decent games. He has to have really good games. Zeke cannot have bad games. He has to have good games. Dak, Dak Prescott played like Dak Prescott. There's really no other way of putting that. He, he did what he does best. That's be a very average quarterback. That's going to be the Cowboys quarterback for many years to come for God knows why. This Rams team is just stacked at very many positions. Their receiving core is kind of shaky to me. I still like it. Don't like, like don't get me wrong, but it's still kind of shaky. <coughs> but when you have a D line of Aaron Dar- Aaron Donald, Nadamakin Sue, Dante Fowler Jr., and uh, what's his name? Some his na- Michael Brockers. Yeah, Michael Brockers. Man. They needed Zeke to outperform, and he did not. He played terrible. And can you really blame him when that's the defensive line you're going up against? My main takeaway from this game is that just... C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley, if the Saints cannot moderately stop them... Okay, the Saints are not going to be able to stop both of them. But if C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley played the way they did against any team, they will win out. They will win the Super Bowl, and they will go 16-0 and next season. They will. If those two running backs played as well as they did for, for the rest of this little season, two more games... They won the Super Bowl. There is no doubt in my mind. Because when you look at the other three teams left, I mean, the Patriots, they have a good rushing defense. But, they, but, but they're not better than the Cowboys' rushing defense. The Chiefs' rushing defense, come on, let's not kid ourselves. Saints' rushing defense, still good. I'm, I, I would match them up with the Cowboys, but... You can't stop those two. If they play as well as they did for the rest of this season, two games, they will win the Super Bowl. That is my main takeaway for that game. And, I mean, number two, when Zeke does not play well, the Cowboys don't win the game. This game should have been uh, – t- I'm surprised. Like, it, 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 it kind of pisses me off then in five years. Like, when you look back at this game, I like, I mean, the Cowboys didn't lose by that much because – 
if you were watching the game, you would know. It seemed like they were losing by a lot more. On to the next game, we have the Patriots killing the Colts 41-28. to And, I mean, you can tell me, say, oh, yeah, I mean, they didn't kill them. They only won by 13. At halftime, the score is 35-7. to it, it it was over. It was over. And do you want to know why the score was the game was over? Because Melvin Gordon rushed for 15 yards. Yeah. Yeah, you heard that right. 15. 1.7 yards per carry. And then on the other side, Sony Michelle, you know, that first round pick. 24 carries, 100, 129, 129 yards, three touchdowns. And then you know that guy Julian Edelman, yeah, one hundred fifty-one yards receiving. And then we're we're not even mentioning Tom Brady. Thirty-four for forty-four, three hundred thirty. Wait, thirty-four for forty-four, three hundred forty-three yards. That's a lot of threes and fours. That's weird. With a touchdown, by the way. Yeah, do do like. Do you guys remember when I said it's still Tom Brady and Bill Belichick? It's still Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, like the Chargers, when you match them up, they're a lot more talented. They have a lot better players. But then when you look at Bru- Bill Belichick off two weeks... Of preparation, Tom Brady on off two weeks rest. Then when you look at the Chargers and they almost blew a lead against Lamar Jackson, you know the rookie quarterback. Yeah, I I, I mean I'm not surprised to see that them win, but I was shocked to see them go up thirty five to seven at halftime. The the Chargers got the Chargers got garbage time touchdowns. I mean, Philip Rivers. <coughs> Philip Rivers didn't play good. His passing completion was under fifty percent. As as good as Philip Rivers is, you can't play like that. You cannot play like that, especially when Melvin Gordon, you know that first round running back you drafted years back, is fifteen yards. That's just not going to (laughs) work. That's just, yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. That will never win you football games. I mean, did did they even get a sack? The Chargers did not even get a sack. And you have Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. And what do you do? Yeah, let's not even get a sack. Yeah, you know that guy Joey Bosa didn't even get a tackle. He got one assisted tackle. That doesn't count. Melvin even got two, but still. Yeah. That that whole Brady Belichick thing, yeah, that works. That works really well, especially against teams who almost blew lead blow leads against rookie quarterbacks. But but but, but like for real though, Sony Michelle, I did not think that he would ever do this during his rookie season. Three touchdowns, five point four yards per carry. That's clean. That is clean. Rookie season. I remember during my first mock draft in like April, I I picked Sony Michelle to go to the Patriots. 
but I did not see it happening. I haven't said it then. I don't see it happening, but it'd be kind of cool to see. And it happened, and it's very cool to see. It works very well. (coughs) God, I'm coughing a lot. Sorry. Don't have any water, but... My main takeaway from this game is that when you have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, you know, best the best quarterback of all time and a top two coach of all time. And I mean, you're going up against Phillip Rivers, easily a top ten quarterback, don't get me wrong, but when but when he's 0-7 against Tom Brady and you have a second year coach, maybe second year, I might be wrong, but Anthony Lynn, I mean, he's a good coach. He's a he is he has done one hell of a job. But Bill Belichick, when you have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick off two weeks and the Chargers just played a hard-fought game last week, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. I'm excited to see this this Chiefs-Patriots game. I'm excited to see it. I'll talk about, about it within the next few days. I'm very excited for it. And on to the fourth and final game. We have the Saints beating the Eagles 22-14. Eagles jumped off to a start, which I did not see happening. They went up 14-0 on them very, very quickly. what they do afterwards? They fucking sucked. During my prediction, I said that I thought the Colts would come out and go up 21-0, then kind of Tone it down, you know, then the Eagles start to come back, but I still thought the Saints would win. Yeah, that didn't happen. The Eagles came out and Nick Foles was on fire. He was. Then he kind of realized, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm like not that great, and Drew Brees is really, really good. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, you know, the Eagles defense, they played well. Like, that interception off the first play of the game was really important. That gained a lot of momentum, and if they did not get that, I think they would have gotten shut out. I really do. But then, ah. The game, this was a really good game, but the better team won. I mean, I don't really know how, I don't know how else I should put that besides, yeah, the better team won the game. Because Saints, they have a better coach, better quarterback, and overall better team. I don't, I don't know how else to put it. Like the Eagles, they're the fun group. Nick Foles, you know, big, big dick Nick. He went on that incredible run last season, and oh, it's looking like he's going to do it again. Then the ball goes through Alshon Jeffrey's hands right into Marshawn Lattimore's lap. It sucks that that happened. But it happens. Shit happens. You win some, you lose some. And this was a big loss. The Eagles, I'll talk about the whole Carson Wentz versus Nick Foles thing later, but this did not help Nick Foles' case. Not one bit. And, I mean, the Eagles, they still cannot run the ball on any team. Any team. They, I mean, they ran the ball 16 times. And they're, they're at, and then you know their actual running back Wendell Smallwood ten carries thirty three yards. That's pathetic. 
What they should do this offseason, may that be draft or may that be free agency, may that be Le'Veon Bell. Get a running back. Now, I understand you don't need a running back to win a Super Bowl. I mean, look at them last season. But you still need an effective rushing game. You can't have 16 carries and overall have less than 50 yards. You just can't have that. That will never work. It just won't work. You need to relieve pressure off of a quarterback, off of any quarterback. And when Nick Foles is your quarterback, and I'm not trying to knock Nick Foles. I've been very high on Nick Foles. But, I mean, he's still Nick Foles. You can't. You can't run the ball as little as they did and gotten as little production as they got. You just can't do that. I mean, how the Eagles defense, they, they played better. They played a lot better than I thought they would. That kid, Cravon the Block, you know, he played awesome. That's a really interesting name, but <laughs> he played awesome. That man played really, really well. They got two sacks, you know, Brandon Graham. But then, I mean, the Saints defense, they really... If you can shut someone down for three quarters, that'll do the job. And when your top cornerback gets two picks, that would definitely help you do the job. And also when your top receiver gets 12 catches and 171 yards. Yeah, that, yeah, you know, that, that, the the job is done. Like, the job is over. You win. You win the game. Like, it sucked to, it, it, okay, it sucked to see the Eagles lose the way they did. Because of that Alshon Jeffrey, you know, missed catch. But, hey, that happens. That happens. You cannot blame the whole game on Alshon Jeffrey. You really can't. Because there were a lot of opportunities during those three quarters where you went scoreless to win the game. There were a lot. You could have stopped the Saints. It sucks that it happened, but that's the way the game went. I was honestly rooting for the Eagles towards the end, towards the end of the, the uh, towards the end of the game because of my boy Big Dick Nick Foles. I was rooting for him. I was, but my but but my main takeaway, there are two actually, and the first one I did not touch up on much, but the Saints are vulnerable. They are. They let the Eagles automatically like that go up 14 to 0 really you were just preparing for 2 weeks you know for it for the 6th seed the 6th seed and you let them stomp all over you to begin with they're vulnerable and it shows it showed. No, but I mean, hell, still though, during the th- final three quarters, they shut him out. But if that 14 point during the first two possessions does not concern you, then you're just a fucking idiot. I don't know how else to put that besides you're literally just stupid. That should concern you, no, no matter who you are. They can't have that. Not at all. 
that's not what you want on your team. My second, I honestly forgot what my second main takeaway was. Oh my god, fucking hell. Uh, uh, Oh yeah, my second main takeaway is that the Eagles, if they want to get back to where they were last season, one quarterback is winning you games. I'll put it that way. And that one quarterback is Nick Foles. But that one quarterback, Nick Foles, you know, the the best quarterback. Well, okay, well he's uh, okay, he's not the best quarterback, but the one that's winning you games. Needs a running game. The Eagles defense played well. That kid, Gravon LeBlanc, I like him. That kid's nice. I'm a fan. Golden, I, I'm, I'm helping Golden Tate, Alshon Jeffrey. Jeffrey, they have a good receiving core. They have a solid offensive line. They need a rushing game. They do. Those are my two main takeaways of that game. If you enjoy, okay, that was a good divisional week. These two conference championships can either be blowouts or they can be really good games. And I guess we'll see. And I'll predict them either tomorrow or Friday. I don't know, to be honest. But if you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends. If you did not share it with your friends, follow my Twitter at SPWS Sports Dispenser. Okay, wait, actually, hold on. Follow my Twitter at SPWS Podcast, short for the Sports Dispenser Podcast. Do that. I've been kind of tweeting with zero followers, so it kind of makes me feel like a nerd. But, like, I just want to. So fuck it, I'm gonna keep on doing it. But like, just please follow that, so I don't feel like, oh yeah, the zero followers kids tweeting about sports. But, but like, like for real though, with my Twitter, I can't talk about every little sub, every little subject that happens in sports. Kind of like Jalen Hurts transferring today. I can't talk about that for thirty minutes. I just can't. So me, I'll tweet my little opinion on that there. As so. And so, like, it's not just me shit posting. It's kind of like a little second, little mini. I, I don't want to say podcast, but mini sports information thing. I don't. That was really confusing. I'm sorry, but follow my Twitter at SPWS Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends. If you did not share it with your friends, and cue that music. <laughs>